0: You're coming unglued, failing, and having setback after setback? If that's you, you're actually in process. Welcome to Reveal the Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Stephanie Carter, and today is episode three, and we are going to talk about you, the woman in process. Stay tuned. Glad that you are here today. We are going to have a great time talking about a subject, one that I love to talk about. It's a little painful for the ladies that I talk to about this because this is a topic about change, 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 change. All right. So let's just get right into this. I have a lot of women, um, as y'all know, I am a life coach, a minister, an author and a mom. And if you are a woman and you're listening to this podcast, you know that we go through a lot of change. We we just go through a lot. We have changes in our body, we have children, we have children changes, we have marriage changes, we have job changes, we have friendship changes. We have we have all this change. But what about when you're the person that you're having to change? and you're having to grow and you're having to develop in your emotions in your soul in in a in a coming out of a place of darkness or pain or depression or whatever it is. So we're going to talk about this. Um I was talking with some clients uh, a couple weeks ago and then again yesterday And we were talking about this um, changing and what's happening in the emotions when you're going in, in, when you're going through, when you're going in a crisis, what is actually going on? How does a person get from this place of brokenness to a place of more wholeness? Now, you know, we will never be completely whole while we are in these physical bodies because we need to go to heaven and be with Jesus and we need to have new bodies and be resurrected and all that good stuff the Bible talks about. That's not the change that I'm talking about. I'm talking about how people have an addiction or stronghold or um, just some uh, sin habits, different things that they need to change in their life to gain emotional healing. And they're just really struggling. Well, what does this look like? What, what, how do I get from? where I'm at to say renewing my mind or thinking differently, what is the, the process? So we're going to, you know, talk about this. I tell my clients, okay, look, change is hard. It is. Nobody, most, let me say most, not nobody. Most people do not like, they don't like change. They don't like to change. We like things to stay the same. I'm one of those people. I like it to stay the same, don't touch it, leave it alone. If it's broke, don't mess with it. If it's fixed, don't mess with it. I'm like, just leave everything alone. Just don't just don't mess with it. But that's not how God's system works. That's not how God has designed things. Change is hard. You have to go through change to get from point A to point B. But when you are in emotional pain, people don't want to change. They don't want to grow. Most people, most people, now I'm talking about most people, those of you that you just love change and you embrace change, hey, you go for it, good for you, rah, rah. I'm going to have to give you, you know, kudos. But that is not me and that's not a whole bunch of my clients. We we don't really like change. But you will learn to absorb change take change on and say okay you know what this is this is necessary you know it's kind of like a necessary evil something we don't like but i know i need this so i need to do it this is what change is so change is hard because we we're creatures of habit we like what we do we like the way we do things And we just think that this just works for us. And we know to change is going to cost me something. I'm going to have to do something. It's going to cost me, me, my time or money or something. And we're just like, I don't know if I'm really willing to pay that much. I don't know if I'm willing to pay the price of my time or my mental energy or whatever it is. So change is hard, but change is necessary. Okay, change is very, very necessary. If you keep doing what you've always done, you'll continue to have what you've always had. Um, A lot of times, you need to change for health reasons. You need to change for marriage. You need to change for your children. You, a job. You just need to change. But change is also something that is necessary. Now, when a woman is in a lot of emotional pain, I'm just going to stick with that one. Emotional pain. Could be from anything, okay. And you realize, okay, I've got to 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 live a different life. I've got to um, grow in some areas. I need to gain some understanding. I need to emotionally detach from a toxic place that I'm in in my thinking to a better place. Okay, I need to break this addiction. I need to break this habit. I need to learn some new skills in an area, okay? When you're realizing that my life needs to change or that you want to change, but you don't know how, everything inside of you, God deals with, but he doesn't deal with everything at one time. He deals with things in stages, pieces, and in layers, okay? There's layers to your healing, to your deliverance, to your emotional wellness or a healthy emotional state. There are layers to this. But as you're going through this process, is what I'm calling it, okay? It's a process that women go through. So let me give you a, a word picture. These seem to really work when I give word pictures. Um, This particular word picture will will work better if you were in front of me where I could show you. So you're gonna have to really listen and follow along. Let's say I had two water bottles, just clear water bottles, you know, 16 ounces, 18 ounces, whatever. And one water bottle is, is you. Let's say one water bottle is you and it is the color, let's say I'm gonna go with like, blue. It's a color blue, like, like a sky blue. Okay. And it's filled with all of your junk, all of your stuff. It's filled with your profanity, your rejection, your hurt, your abuse, um, your orphan thinking. It's filled with um, all types of pain that you've gone through. It's just filled with all your 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 junk the hidden things secrets the darkness the hiding the the lying it's the gossiping the the whatever it is you know it could be it could be sex it could be drugs it could be any addiction okay so this is this is you with the pretty blue color okay and let's say there's another water bottle and it's filled with let's say green like just a really pretty green not not a green like, um, like the pukey color green, like, like army green. Okay. That's just kind of like a dull green. It's a nice green, but it's just the wrong color green. Let's just say a nice, a nice green that feels cool and fresh, like summer. And it's just pretty to look at. And we're going to call this green, the love of God. So here is the love of God. And as you are changing and you're in process, Okay? And God's changing you. Now, this is a work that the Lord is doing. This this changing you, being a woman in process, this is a work of the Holy Spirit. So as he's changing you, he's pouring into your life love. He's pouring it into you from either a main source, someone in your life, could be a counselor, could be a, a godly Christian friend, it could be... Um, a mate it could be um a coworker it could be god himself but it's this this source of love this unconditional love that god's pouring into your life this is this is how people also get healed from orphan thinking so it's the same thing they carry a lot of junk and pain and emotional stuff too so the love is being poured in it's being poured in poured in poured in so just picture the green bottle on top of the blue bottle pouring in green liquid. Now, when the green is being poured into the blue, what happens to the blue water, the blue in the bottle? Most clients tell me, well, it changes color. Um, The pink is being, the green is being poured in. They, They just say it eventually changes color. But how? As you're pouring in the green into the blue, the green begins to push up and out the blue. As it's being pushed up and out, the bottle now begins to change color and becomes totally green. It's now green. But now what is happening to the blue in the, the bottle? It's actually being displaced. It's being forced out of the bottle. But before it's completely forced out, what is happening to the two liquids in the bottle? I will tell you, they are actually mixing together. So when you are a woman in process, your junk now mixes with God's love and the two basically are at war with each other. There's kind of this tension A lot of tension that's happening, a lot of back and forth that's going on. But this process is very necessary because when you first start healing or seeing your issues, really looking inward, looking into yourself so that you could see what God wants you to see about your situation, all you really see is all your junk. That's kind of all you see. You don't even really see the God part or the love of God part. You can't even see how you can get there. But when the two things are getting mixed together, you now begin to have this disruption, this, this um, sort of fight inwardly that's going on. And you don't really look like your former self, the blue, but you don't really look like the love of God either. You look basically a hot mess. You look a hot mess. You look like you are coming unglued. You're failed and you've had a setback. Because what happens when you first, when people come to me and they first start counseling, they start doing pretty good. It's looking pretty good. They're going, they're doing the homework lessons, they're opening up, they're revealing stuff about themselves, right? This is what's happening. Then, As they progress and more truth, because God is truth, more love gets poured in. The two things sort of start to war against each other. And some, let's say a sinful behavior or a pattern or um, a horrible relationship that they once were in, all of a sudden these things sort of start to creep back up. They creep back in. My client will begin to have kind of like a falling down moment. They will have a day of a fit of flesh that day. They will begin to, you know, kind of revert back to some old ways. I always tell them that doesn't bother me. I'm not moved by that because that is just you being a woman in process. See, I understand what's happening in that moment. It's the two things are warring against each other. And the enemy doesn't want you to progress and go forward. So you basically don't look like your old self anymore, but now you don't really fully look like the process of God, the finished work. You now look like a hot mess. And you're thinking, what is happening? Dr. Carter, what is going on with me? And when I explain this, they can see that picture, but eventually you become full of the pretty green, which is the love of God, you become full of that. And now you look like God. You look more like the mirror image of Christ. You look more like love. So that is one way that I want to show you how the process is. Now, here's another way. I was talking with a client um, the other day, and she... We were actually going through kind of the same scenario and we were talking about things. And I just had this picture image after she said something to me about wine. And I've used this before and had forgotten it, but wanted to teach it to you all that are listening. When you're in your pain place, when you have gotten emotionally side-swiped by something, when you've been deeply wounded or affected, it feels like a crushing. It feels like a deep, deep crushing in your soul, kind of like grapes when they are crushed. They have to go through a crushing to get the best and the choice wine at the end. It's sort of like pain with a purpose. All pain has a purpose, but the crushing that some of you are going through, it also has a purpose. Even though in the middle of it, while you're being crushed, you don't see that. You don't see that there's any type of, <laughs> any type of product from this that's going to be good. You don't see the end. You don't see the end result. You don't see beyond the pain of the moment in the crushing that you feel that feels like I'm in a little dinghy boat on the ocean and I can't even see land. I'm just on the dark ocean of life and I can't see a thing. That's how it feels. But in the moments of the crushing is the most fascinating, wonderful work that's happening on the inside of you. I can remember, um, it's very, very hard for me not to give personal examples when I talk because I've learned so much of this by what I've gone through. And I remember when I was just in the, just the the pit of pain, pit of depression, suicide thoughts um just felt like i was just my heart was in a zillion pieces blown away cremated blown away no ashes and i remember just thinking i just want to come out of my skin i want every single thing to stop i want all the pain to stop i want all the the hurt to stop the loneliness to go away And nothing was changing. And I remember God saying to me one time, it was so funny, I was actually putting on mascara and I was in the mirror and, you know, you have to get really close to the mirror and you're, you're doing your lashes. And I remember the Holy Spirit saying to me, if you quit now, you're going to miss my best work. And I remember thinking, what, what best work? God, I just want the pain to stop. And he was like, no, no. He says, if you, if you stop, if you quit now, you're going to miss some of my best work. So I knew I had to keep going. I, I knew in my situation for me, and some of you probably in yours, you know that you've got to walk through what you're walking through. You know you have to. You know that when you get to the end of it, it's going to be a much, much better result. You know you have to walk through this place. I'll give you another example. And in the beginning, when this was many years ago, when I was just beginning to go through marriage troubles, I remember so clearly, so clearly, the Holy Spirit said to me, I'm going to heal you in the fire because I kept trying to remove myself from the situation. I kept trying to leave or find a way out. I, I was looking for a way for the pain to stop, but it wouldn't. I couldn't, and God wouldn't even let me. He literally would not let me, and he said, I'm going to heal you in the fire. Now, why did the Lord say it that way? As time went on, I began to learn more about God, you know, leaving you in a hot, fiery trial, but that it was going to work, a work of righteousness and holiness within a person. And that's exactly what happened um, in the fire. When a blacksmith is trying to get the, let's say, gold very pure, maybe it's not a blacksmith, but when you're trying to get all the impurities out of gold, you have to put the gold, you have to melt it down and heat it up. And then you have to literally um, skim off the top, all the dross. This is all the, the parts you don't need. It's all the, the inconsistency. It's the, it's the other metals that you don't need in the gold because the goal of looking at pure gold is it needs to see the reflection in it. The person needs to see their reflection and it has to be pure with nothing, no flakes, nothing in it. So when God keeps you in the fire. He leaves you in the fire. He puts you in there and and he's burning off everything. And there were so many moments like me and like you. You're in the fire, and dear God, help all the people around us. We we lose it. We go off on people. We have a fit of flesh. We have a have a moment of just pure insanity. We do all kinds of things we never thought we would do. Why? Because God is actually heating things up and showing you what you don't need. I remember this happening to me repeatedly. I thought, dear Lord, how many times do I have to be put in the fire? And then God gives you a refreshing only to put you back in the fire because you put the gold in, you heat it up, you take it out. Can the person see their reflection? And then they let it cool off and then none, nah, it's not quite right yet. And then he puts it back in the fire. This is kind of what we go through when you're a woman in process. So here I was, I was you know going through this process stage, but I didn't really know what was happening at the time. And I just called it intense pain. I just wanted to be out of pain. I would tell my spiritual mom, when is God going to get his foot off my neck? When am I going to come out of this this pain that I'm in? So here I am and having one of my moments of anger. Just extreme, just extreme. I didn't even think a person could be as angry as I used to be. I mean literally so Angry. I thought there's just no way I have anything left. And then the next incident, (laughs) what happened? And I would just be filled with rage, malice, anger, hatred. And God was like, "I'm showing you what's inside of you, what you don't need. I'm having to bring this to the surface and let you see this ick, this yuck, this this insanity that you're in, that you don't need. This and the way you speak. One one of the things that was. Let me share with y'all. One of the things that was so bad for me was my words. My words, oh my God, my words used to be, so, I was so negative. When I, I I didn't used to be a negative person, but I was negative in the pain. I only spoke the way the enemy wanted me to speak. I, I promise you. Me and him, we just had a whole little contract agreement of how I would talk. And, and that's what I did. It was like I was the puppet. Whenever I felt pain, I spoke bad. My spiritual mom would correct me, Stephanie, you can't say that. Stephanie, don't say that. Don't get in agreement with that. And I was like, I can't help it. So I finally moved from that stage of not saying it to texting it. And, you know, if she's listening to this, she definitely knows what we're talking about. So in this fireplace, God shows you what you don't need. He shows you all this in you that you can't keep you can't go into ministry into your calling into just a good life with all of this so he lets you he heats it up and he lets you see you you just can't have this you don't need this it was shocking when you see what's inside of you it's it's shocking when you see the level that things or circumstances or people can take you to and God uses that and shows you you don't need this so I finally caught on and realized, oh, I'm in process. I'm in process. So do not take yourselves out of the fire, ladies. You get healed in the fire. You actually get healed. You become stronger. The impurities in you are burned out when you actually stay in the place. That's the hardest. I have so many clients and women friends, people, associates that I know that they don't do this. They want out and they want out now. And they take themselves out of the equation that God is allowing to happen to heal you, to make you a better person, to show you what's really in you, to use you. Now, what has happened from this? Oh, much, much goodness has happened from this. I now can resist things a lot easier. I now see triggers in me that I don't need anymore. Things that used to trigger me don't trigger me. I'm now able to have strength for other people, for my clients. I'm able better to resist the devil. I don't give in as quickly to things. God literally does, He heals you in the fire. So let Him do that. Now, here's one of the last things I wanted to share about a woman being in process. This is something that I notice literally in just about every person that that I counsel. Very, very few. And this this is not a put down of of anyone or of any situation. It's one of the things, the main thing, and it's not something I teach on a lot because I get a lot of resistance, but it's Two words, obedience and surrender. It's actually something I'm going to do a lot more teaching on. But one of the first things that goes when we're in process, when we're in this, this changing process is we don't obey and we won't surrender. Obey and surrender to who? To God. People are in so much pain. Think about it. When you're in pain, you we don't, you don't, you don't want to obey some instruction of the counselor. You don't want to obey and you don't really surrender. Now I'm just going to going to tell some of you if you've gone through this and you hear me say obedience and surrender, you know what I'm talking about. It's a higher place of living. It's a place of grace, which is why my ministry is called Grace to Live, which is another whole podcast. But this place of um obedience and surrender will cost you. It will cost you everything. And I have had women tell me, Dr. Carter, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't pay the price that you're paying. I, I just, I just wouldn't do that. I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do this. And I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm, I'm just not going to do that because we want comfort. We want to feel good. See, I wanted to be out of pain. I did. I I, I was in so much emotional pain going through divorce and the breakup of my marriage and family that I literally wanted to die every single day for several years. But I didn't want that more than I wanted to be healed and to change. But I knew I had to get on the road of pain and obedience and surrender to get there. I knew I was going to have to obey and surrender to God in every area to become better than I was, to become whole, to think a clear, I could think a clear, a clear, straight thought in those, those years. I I could not, I could not, I just could not manage my own life. That that's how I felt. So I had to obey every instruction God gave to me. And I'm not even going to share some of the things here that I had to obey because it's going to expose another person. And I don't want to do that. But I'm just telling you, I had to obey so many things. If if people wanted my clients, to know, because some of them, I've told it to them, people closest to me. But there are things I had to literally obey that God told me to do that I've had my women friends and clients say, oh, I wouldn't do that. I've lost nearly every friend in my life that I had um, before marriage and early marriage. I have lost all my family members over just obeying the word of the Lord you know, standing in covenant, etc., cetera, et cetera. I've lost that. But was it well worth it? Yes, because I'm better for it. I'm a better person for it. Do I miss the relationships? I really do. But I can't force people to stay in a relationship. But anyway, you must have obedience and surrender. You must. You must obey the word of God. And you must also obey a spiritual authority, someone watching your life, I, I say this and I need to publicly say this. I've said it um, to other people, to clients, and I've told them I wouldn't be where I am today had my spiritual mom not loved on me and really walked with me to wholeness and Every instruction she gave, I literally have obeyed every instruction she gave me. Now, did I always want to? No. Are you kidding me? Some things cost me so much time and and effort and mental anguish. But here's the thing. She wasn't sitting in the pain I was sitting in. She was all happy and she was in peace and she was just in the warm fuzzies. Now, she had her own life. God, she did. My God, she had her own life. And I I intruded on it like constantly. I mean, constantly. Every letter in the word constantly. But I obeyed things that she said to me because she was taking forth this time. She was taking time. Her life looked peaceful. And I wanted what she had. See, anointings transfer. I wanted that peace. I wanted how she walked with God. I I wanted that. So I knew I was going to have to go through. I knew I was going to have to stay in the fire. And I was, I was just going to have to do that. She said, read this book. I'd read it. She'd say, go to church. I'd go to church. She'd say, do this. I would do that. She said, get up, put your makeup on, get dressed. I would do, I didn't feel like it, but I, I didn't feel like doing any of it, but I did it. I obeyed. And God would say, stop looking at this. Stop doing this. Stop going there. Stop, stop, stop. And I would have to stop doing that. And I would, and God would help me and strengthen me with every step of obedience and surrender. So it's very important, ladies, when you're in process, obey godly instruction, surrender, surrender all of you to God. Now I had to surrender in pieces. It wasn't easy. And every time I felt like I was surrendering, there was more I needed to surrender. But God met me at every step, at every level, at every corner, every turn. God was there. She would say to me, you're going to minister to women one day. And I'm like, well, I'm not. That's never going to happen. Not going to do it. Now, I wanted to, but I knew I couldn't do it being the broken, hot mess I used to be in. But that changed. It literally changed. And I had to stay in process. But the thing about it is when you're in process and you have someone in your life that's helping you, trust that they can see what you can't see about yourself. Trust that they can see that if they were once where you were and they are no longer there How did they get from where you are to where they are? How how did they get there? The same thing works or something very similar. So don't discount that. But remember, it won't always feel good when you're going through it. When you're being crushed like a grape, it doesn't feel good. But the result is this wonderful wine. Stay in the fire, ladies. Remember, change is hard. Change is necessary. Let God burn out of you every single thing that he needs to burn out of you to use you because where you're going, you can't take all that anger. You can't take all that impurities that's in the gold, so to speak. You can't take all of that. It will ruin you when you you get there. It will ruin you. You want to have the utmost integrity when you talk to people, when you minister to them, when you share with them. But don't get discouraged in the process. Let it happen. If you fall and you have a setback, it's okay. It's just part of the process. Get back up and keep going. Every time you fall, get back up. Don't stop. You will eventually get to where you only fall down halfway. Then you only fall down a fourth of the way. Then you don't fall down at all. Now you can just walk. You're good. Don't forget, God is with you. He loves you. He will never leave you. He will always be beside you. And everything you go through has a purpose. Every single thing God will use, he will use it for the glory of God. All right. I am so glad that you listened to this podcast and I really hope you enjoyed this teaching. And if you need any more information about me, just go to my website, stephaniemcarter.com, sign up and get the devotional and sign up and get my reveal newsletter that I send out. And you can see all the other links in this show notes to this podcast of where you can find me. And I hope you have a really, really great day. See you later.